0: How's it going man i'm good and you not bad not bad oh we should do the the proper introduction though no this is geektastic cypher sorry want to get that out of the way i fumbled the ball there but i know you people come to see us because of our humor not because we're punctual so there we go <laughs> uh, got yourself merc over here accompanied by the one and only jaws d sir how you doing i'm
1: good what's up people how, how be things in the world Oh, they're good. They're good. They're good. Busy, uh, busy as always, but, you know, trying to trying to take out one thing at a time and get through it, get through it.
0: Well, uh, you know, you telling me that, Yo, know, so <laughs> as, as people know, or because I say the while I got engaged and whatnot, and my, my, my soon-to-be has become bridezilla, but in a good way. <laughs> She's accomplished feats mm-hmm. that I don't think makes sense based off of how everyone makes it sound like a wedding takes like three years to plan. Or whatever this is. Well, I mean,
1: I mean, when you're coming into a wedding, you're not really. You know, it's like no one gives you like a really good game plan. I think people are like, oh, well, this is what I did, so you do that. And it's like, "Uh, it's very different. Other things have changed, you know. Yeah. But you know, if someone's able to maneuver it and just be like, okay, I'm on top of this. This is what I want. Boom, 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 boom. And there's no friction in front of them. Then it usually goes pretty, pretty
0: smoothly. I, I won't lie. For us, we're not we're not the biggest show off of people. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Oh, we want everyone to have a good time and people have a good, a, a chill time. But like, you're sitting there, and you're like, yeah, I I just want everyone in one space. Can we just do that? And then you <laughs> that makes things go by like, yeah, super fast. So that's it's 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 very useful. It's very useful. <laughs> it's very useful. <laughs> but uh, that was my lady. To also give her a quick shout out for all the good hard work. Love you, baby. And uh, yeah, no, things are moving fast. But thinking of, speaking of things that have finally moved mm-hmm. and which is kind of shaking the universe right now is Hugh Jackman coming back for Wolverine, man. You heard the announcement, obviously. I believe yeah, it. I thought that was just an ad for Aviation Gin, which is a very Ooh.
1: complex <laughs> ad on Disney's dime for Aviation Gin. That's what I thought the whole thing was. Because you see him pouring. His cup never flows. His, cuff, his cup never runneth over <laughs> <laughs> chug, chug 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 but yeah that's uh pretty amazing um yeah. i think it's something i would assume ryan reynolds wanted for the longest time and oh, you know man. i think Hugh has just always been a good sport about it um the fact that ryan reynolds did an ad for deadpool specifically for an for a um uh a holiday in australia I think, mm-hmm. I think it's like, it's him kind of like,
2: <laughs> hey, you. like hey you, hey buddy, come over here.
0: <laughs> like, yeah, that was, that was my lame impression of the Mickey Mouse. Come over here. <laughs> come over here, Hugh. We have mouse money. <laughs> um, but uh, no, that not only is he coming back, but the fact that it's coming back for Deadpool 3, which for me, I mean, you and as many people know, I love Deadpool you do. I have all that's sorts. of That's your handle shit. name. I did not <laughs> yeah, know that. was... that's you. That's um, who you like. Well, imagine there's actually some person who right now is like listening to this, like, oh yeah. Would have been... <laughs> um, but like Wolverine being like probably the person, or sorry, the person, the character that probably I'd say that's the character that got me the comic books. Although I I, I was exposed to Wolverine, uh, sorry, uh, Batman and Ninja Turtles maybe first. Mm-hmm. The thing that got me reading comic books was Wolverine. So right this is amazing on those levels, but also the fact that this trilogy is now, as long as they don't mess it up, which I don't, the chemistry between Wolverine, the chemistry between Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds, I think naturally is going to be amazing. Mm -hmm. They're both great actors. They both kill the specific character. So as long as the writing's decent and Disney doesn't go like PG 13, Or PG on it, I think, you know, it's going to be great, but, imagine like you have a really good deadpool well i think the first deadpool is pretty solid the second yeah. one is like pretty good considering that you were able to get cable in the storyline because it's cable's mm-hmm. a big character for him and, and then and a really good um surprise villain
1: at the end exactly that you, that, you know everyone's just kind of like okay nah, 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 wait what and then like in all his glory coming in and then fighting him fighting colossus i think that was yeah. pretty good Which i was... think that's always a uh, uh, a battle that's kind of, I wouldn't say evergreen but that's a very iconic battle like you even had Of course I'm not gonna I'm doing my best to not spoil it, even though the movies come out some some time ago but it's a good surprise at the end
0: yeah exactly but even that character and this will be like a a, a spoiler hint I guess mm-hmm. considering that it was way better than the original time he was portrayed which that mm-hmm. other actor was probably limited with what he was able to do with whatnot which that right. will keep there um but uh, but to your point casted again very well has a very solid story has the characters all represented perfectly more or less
1: celine dion
0: theme, tr- theme song It's amazing and now <laughs> you're saying to me like and now you're saying to me that yes we're gonna make a third one and the only thing you know about it is that wolverine is in it oh and that it's also gonna be played by hugh jackman it's like right so like you're setting like the bar pretty high pretty fast fucking fast unless mm-hmm. they turn around and are like we're bullshitting you this whole time he's like wolverine for two seconds and then dies like,
1: i don't you know <laughs> i don't
0: i don't think i don't think they're gonna bs
1: because i mean that's a lot of work to bs somebody yeah and <laughs> that's, that's a lot, lot of heat that's, that's a lot look.
0: of unnecessarily anger towards and then you and also
1: putting hugh jackman in every movie like oh I, i'm like i i look really ugly so don't kiss me but i look like the sexiest man alive and it's like his picture—you just put, you stapled Hugh Jackman's face from the People magazine to his face, kind of thing. Yeah. And uh what was was there a sec? Was there a joke in the second one? I forgot what it was. If it, if there was, he one. says
0: he says hi to him, I think, while killing himself. Oh, there's, right, there's a right, reference right. where he kills himself and he's in the past. And I know he says hi to someone, and I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be yeah, Wolverine. yeah. So
1: it's the ending of Wolverine Origins. Deadpool No Mouth is going to fight Wolverine. And he shoots him with the adamantium, adam adamantium bullet, and he's like, "Hey, Hugh," and then he just yeah. kind of leaves or oh, yeah. something
0: like that. Yeah, or Hell Wolverine or something like that, something yeah. to that effect. But I don't, I don't know, man. As like, as a pretty big nerd, I want to say borderline super nerd for both these two characters. Mm-hmm. And like, gush, I've always gushed. Like, I think there's a lot of good casting in in the Mar- I'll say Marvel in general. Like, cause mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily have to be Marvel because there's other Marvel movies that casted well, like being at Fox and, this and that. Yeah. But like Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool is basically the equivalent of Tony. Uh, what's his name? is Tony, uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s Tony Stark. It's like, right. you guys are already the character. All we're asking you is to take parts of your personality and turn them up to a hundred. And some of them just turn them down a bit yeah like you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so that mixed with basically two jackman in the same category it's like
1: (sighs) because i would assume i would assume that when ryan reynolds was doing uh wolverine origins he was like you know he was reading the comics or or maybe he he was reading the comics beforehand or what have you you know mm -hmm. and he was like yeah i want to do this character this is what my alley i could do this i can nail this and then getting that end of the script he's like why why are you why are you Shutting his mouth. No. Yeah. Why? Why? Yeah. And then he dies? Wait, no. Yeah. yeah. You're like, you're <laughs> you like, okay, so this... this is something tangible you could do with
0: this. You're like, okay, this is good. This is good. This makes sense. This makes sense. And now when I get to I'm I'm supposed to shine here. I... Yeah. This is and... this is when the character start, starts with mm-hmm. what's going on. <laughs> and then also
1: um the fact that the the test footage was leaked and, and no one knows who leaks it. Like it's it's but it's I think, like, I guess Ryan Reynolds hints it was either him, the director, or somebody else that was a part of the movie. It's like somebody leaked it, but we don't know who. Mm, oh, so yeah. I don't. So it's either it's a really good, um, like secret marketing thing to see how it goes, or they it actually got leaked. Because usually when something gets leaked, someone's getting. someone's getting sued someone's someone's getting fired someone's getting sued they're buttoning down everything they're shutting down they're locking it down they're they're Um, angry they're not they're not banking on it yeah like you know what i mean so i don't so i i don't know um you know uh, just like uh what's his name giancarlo esposito spoiling stuff for the mandarin at interviews because he's just so happy to be
0: a part of star wars like (laughs) (laughs) it's true um but like i i I don't know man like i'm super excited for it it is interesting because it could also be considering the date this could be this could be the movie that figures out the answer of how how does this work like you know what i mean maybe this is the movie that's going to be like so when this happened the universe is merged and you're seeing it through the eyes of deadpool or something like this Mm -hmm. i don't know but uh i'm excited I feel like it's gonna answer a lot of questions or be like very uh I'm hoping it's gonna be informative. I don't know. I, I have ridiculous hopes. They put it, they put the the bar is so high it's off the earth in regards <laughs> to this movie now for me. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, everyone's
1: very excited. Did did you see you saw you're you posted the two, right? The uh the intro, the the one where he's like, We're doing Deadpool 2, and then Hugh Jackman walks in the background, and he's like, Hey who you want to be a part of it? And he says, like, sure. Uh, yeah, and and then there's that, and then the second one is uh, him and Hugh basically telling you what the um what the story is going to be about.
0: Yeah, but then they they start playing music and stuff or whatever, so you can't hear anything, and you're just seeing their like actions and stuff.
1: Yeah, So they they start singing. Was it? They start playing a uh, jitterbug. I think yeah, it's wham. That's they're playing it.
0: wham, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dun, dun yeah exactly that's exactly it <laughs> oh man but it's i don't know i think i think the chemistry between them and whatnot is gonna be off the hook and i think it's I don't. Know. i think it's, it's it's the biggest thing that i heard at a d3 almost the mm-hmm. d23 but even though they say they missed it i mean don't get me wrong there was a lot announced i'm i'm, I'm undercutting that a bit and undercutting d20 uh 23 a bit but i do feel like this was like i'm surprised you didn't announce this at that point in time you know yeah But because like now it has to be under it's under Marvel, too, because like when you saw the advert, it says Marvel. So it's like, okay so this is this is official. But I'm like, what's the rating going to be like? how is is this going to be the move? Because like you have some movies coming out that. They have to be more than what Disney usually does. Yeah, like Blade coming out, even though that now apparently they have a new director or they're looking for a new director. Yeah, that's coming Uh, up soon. Yeah. um Yeah, that's coming up, which is like. Like how are you gonna do a va- how are you gonna do a blade vampire film without a lot of blood? Yeah, because like, the blade be movies,
1: uh well no, the first one I would say is rated R, right? I, I believe would say so. The, or I would well, say 16,
0: maybe 16.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, in in quote unquote Quebec it would be 16. That's yeah. the closest you're ever gonna get to rated R. But I think everywhere else it was basically rated R. Yeah. And then I assume that the subsequent ones well, the
0: second one would have to. Based I think it was sixteen happened, as well, if I remember right. Yeah, because based off of what time. happened in the first one, the second one is much more. Yeah, people are just gruesome. walking out of pools of blood. Yeah, they're being ripped, <laughs> they're literally being ripped apart. if anything. You oh, see and more. and yeah,
1: and the and the, 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 like, yeah. the the crazy mandrel mm-hmm. thing that opens up, and they're and they're cutting they're cutting them open, oh. and they're taking
0: which which, which side tangent? I'm going to say this out loud. There's one thing that's messed up about the Blade movies is that they didn't do them in the right order. Oh, episode the season movie one is proper, a proper intro. Mm-hmm. But if you think about the events that happen in number three specifically, mm-hmm. number three, with the exception that, um, what's his name being dead in the second movie? Oh, Whistler, number, yeah, 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 Spoiler, um, whatever. Oh, that's <laughs> like, oh, that's like 20 three, year old, like, movie. yeah, like you, there's no spoilers, <laughs> get all get up onto your shit. that's what I'm gonna like, 10, get into 15 that 15 to 20 year old movie, <laughs> yeah, but. <laughs> Um, with the events that happen in number three, it makes more logical sense that that ha- those events happen before what happens in the in, in the in the second movie. Because in number three, um, his task is to fight Dracula, right? Yeah. But the outcome of Dracula, him fighting Dracula is that Dracula at the end is like, and again, big spoilers if you've seen the tough, tough, tough shenanigans <laughs> or whatever. Um, but in 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 the third one, when dracula ultimately loses he turns to blade and says now it's up to you to make sure that there's balance and that both species survive mm-hmm. that's what he says and then he says that you will have to defend both species if something happens to them
1: oh uh, okay just the way it just he words that at the yeah. end
0: yeah and i'm there i'm like so like would be like for example one of your kind going on in a crazy bender and creating another generation yeah. of vampires that directly put us themselves and themselves and Dave. <laughs> like I watched at the end of that movie, I was like, what the fuck? And nah. like like the whole the time I was like, that? no, no, <laughs> that <laughs> well, happened. <laughs> I,
1: I kind of feel that way about the uh the um what was it called again? The Karate Kid trilogy, uh with Mr. Miyagi and uh Danny and mm-hmm. Daniel. I feel like first one is good, and then the third one should be second, where he defends his championship title. Mm-hmm. and then the third one he goes to japan with mr miyagi and and then that would end it yeah but it's the other way around he goes to japan and then the third one is i think a year later and he has to defend the title which is yeah. a little
0: bit weird but okay <laughs> that or if you've defended two years in a row now because it's kind of I don't, like
1: no i don't think he defended it two no. years i he defended no, it two I, years I in a row but it was subsequent it was deep, like one, deep, one year deep, after deep, the other
0: yeah. yeah i know but uh, yeah some movies are weird like that though like you're watching them and you're like you you this and this
1: well, like well, it, it, a lot it, of the times when they're writing the movie they're kind of like, uh, let's you know going to japan was expensive or like trying to pretend something is japan is expensive let's uh let's like you know third verse same as the first <laughs> <laughs> let's end it in a tournament all right we're good yeah. all right oh, we're gonna yeah. go back to the bad guy dojo it's reopened again in Cobra Kai. It's reopened again.
0: <laughs> 20 years later.
1: Again. It's reopened again. I thought you, I thought you, what was it? I thought you learned your lesson, old man. <laughs> <laughs> And the and the fact that he comes back, like <laughs> the, the actual leader of Cobra Gun comes back, and then brings back the guy that brought him back in the third. That's insane. You <laughs> know, it's amazing that all these people are still alive, and we could still just be like, "Oh yes, give me all the nostalgia and, and add on to it. Add on to this insane house that you're building, please."
0: <laughs> oh man, that's fucking funny. Well, yeah, it's fun. And and what's kind of funny about that is 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 there any other? franchises that you could think are like that that have that mistake um i don't know
1: uh like that's the only one that kind of really comes to mind i thought about it and i've talked about it with people before um but uh no i don't know um trying to think of other ones where they just have to change movie three and movie two together and it'll be a little bit it'll make more sense i mean but you could just watch them in that order and just tell yourself in your head yeah that's what it is yeah.
0: Well honestly when I because sometimes I I rewatch movie franchises and for for Blade I actually watch them in that order oh, if I okay. ever rewatch it because like Blade for me is like at least more specifically the first one mm-hmm. it's like I give that movie a lot of credit for getting people to be like hey movies are more than just Batman and Superman. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like I didn't yeah. even
1: I, at the time I didn't realize that it was a it was a um, a superhero movie or or a Marvel movie kind of thing. The only like like I, I if you had asked me as a kid watching that when I shouldn't have been watching it as a kid <laughs> or a teenager or whatever, I wouldn't have put together that oh the Blade and Whistler from Spider Man the Fox Spider Man from the '90s is the exact same people in this movie
2: like Mm -hmm. i wouldn't
1: have put them together i was just watching it like oh this is really good i really enjoy it oh that's super cool i would not have thought of the morbius saga and uh spider-man dealing with the serum and having the crazy arms and turning into the spider um like that being those guys being a part of that like i like i've I've seen those characters i've seen those trading cards before but Mm -hmm. i never just oh that's what it is you know yeah
0: yeah but with that but but it being because i think it was definitely before spider-man and i believe it was before the x-men so i always found it to be like it's like one of those unsung heroes of like the comic book movie story because like everyone's like oh yeah you know spider-man and 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 uh x-men came and all this stuff and then fantastic came four came it was crap and then there's all these other so-so movies and then you know marvel i'm like yeah but like I feel yeah I feel it loses its uh it's it's, its uh it's shine on that mm-hmm. you know, like it's, I
1: it's- I kind of for me I always watch the first and second movies and kind of I could kind of skip the third one and I always thought it was weird like I don't really care about people swearing but when it's done a lot and you notice it I think that's kind of a sign of really poor writing <laughs> just mm-hmm. really not good like oh really this FBI agent is just gonna swear every second word is this really that doesn't that does not make sense at all i don't know it's, it's just stuff like that really really bothers me um i thought it was pretty cool that you had ryan reynolds in it i thought it was cool that triple h was in it um yeah, yeah. um the fights are uh, pretty cool and stuff jessica, like that jessica Biel was was okay in it yeah she doesn't really speak in it she just puts on her. She just puts yeah. on her music, and then she starts sniping people with her arrows. Yeah. And she, she puts
0: her angry face on.
1: Yeah, and then they she... had they had like the the night stalkers. So you know, didn't know Patton Oswald was there because didn't know anything about Patton Oswald at the time. Um, but they just killed everybody in there. <laughs> they just killed oh, all yeah. the night stalkers. It's it like, st- yep, we don't need them anymore. Here's here's Blade's support team, and they're all dead. The end. Whistler's <laughs> daughter's here, and it's like wait he had a daughter i was like yeah uh-huh. whistler doesn't have to tell you anything about his whole life and it's like but, but blade is his second; s- is basically <laughs> his son
0: like what the- How, how's he surprised <laughs> like you know like when it's he's making being no
1: sense ju- and then she's
0: training to be a, a vampire slayer this whole time just nope sh- sh- don't, don't tell anybody <laughs> i gave you way to, to get away from this life and have a better life okay dad it starts training immediately <laughs> yeah i'm an awesome archer <laughs>
1: Out Jessica Beale's character for being, you know, another uh, one of the f- not first women, but I think like that, maybe that first one that was a bow and archer that was an archer, and then all of a sudden, all female characters started being like archers after that. It's very so, like, true. If, so, if you watch, if you play um the newest um uh, Tomb Raider games, you know, she has she has a bow and arrow, um, um, what was it called with um the the to, not to kill a mockingbird sorry mockingjay and all that What was that series the young the young novel the ya novel
0: oh i'm i'm lost
1: oh you man got you got me i don't jennifer not... the girl that plays oh mystique is in it
0: Ah, uh, yes oh uh, yes <laughs> hunger, games. hunger games hunger games yeah the hunger, hunger
1: games she has a bow and arrow so it's just like and then i think Maybe in the comic books, Hawkeyes, the second, the new Hawkeye, bow and mm. arrow. Uh mm. you had Artemis in um in um just a Young, uh, young, young Justice. Justice and stuff. Yeah. So just just lots of women archers. So be, be careful,
0: be careful. Get a get a <laughs> get well, something I mean, in your neck. <laughs> I mean you I think we were always known that we shouldn't trust an angry woman with anything in her hands. That's when you <laughs> From shoes at a young age, shoes like this <laughs> all put her hands up, just walk way right backwards. Oh, man. no one did I saw I saw this, this,
1: this mean prank this guy played on his girlfriend's kid. So the girlfriend is asleep in her bed, and the boy, the, the boyfriend and the kid, her son, have like a, um, like this big giant, um, um, not confetti thing, but like, you know, like a, a party favorite, that like, like explodes, right? It's like, oh, you know, surprise, boom, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, and so it was like, so, so the guy's like, watch how I set up my girlfriend's son. So it's a little kid and we're like, okay, you ready? One, two, three. And they both pull this like noisemaker, boom, while she's taking a nap, And she like jumps and then he pulls like a Nerf gun out of his like pants and starts shooting her with a Nerf gun and he takes both of those items slams it into the kid's chest the kid's holding him, he's like wait no no and then he runs out the room and then like holds it behind him and so the kid's like no jay, jay, jay you said we we're bros bros we're... Jay, jay you said we we're bros and then the mom wakes up and she sees him with both of these things in the hand and she's like no no jay, jay said it was a joke jay... and then she goes and gets the slipper and you're like no jay help and you're like oh no that poor kid <laughs> <laughs> you said we were bros. Jack! Jack you said we we're, were bros. bros. <laughs> I can imagine just, that. Oh my god, that kid's dead. <laughs> that kid is oh. dead. <laughs>
0: that's so fucking hilarious. Oh man. That
1: uh, was brutal. I was just like, oh man, that's that's cold. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, that's jokes. Oh, so uh so so what have you been watching?
1: Me, what I've been watching. Uh, I was watching a YouTube documentary, uh, by Ray Mona. Uh, so it this is basically called. It's two. It's two parts, and they're ba- it basically both parts together is an hour and thirty minutes, an hour and forty something minutes. So it's spaced okay. out into two parts. First one is an hour and thirty-three minutes, and it is called. Uh, ooh, excuse me, it is called The Western World of Sailor Moon, and then the second part, which is two hours and seven minutes, is called Finding Saban Moon. So, basically, this is like a crazy, um, like deep dive about bringing Sailor Moon over to the west, over to the north to North America. Basically, um, was it this complicated? It was a little complicated because this is before um anime really got a foothold mm. and um when it first came when it when they first brought it over um it had a really terrible time slot so it didn't do well and it got canceled but then this is like at the start of the internet when everyone was starting to get internet and stuff um in the like mid 90s and they had a thing called sos save our senchi save our sailors basically and they mm. did Letter-writing campaigns. They did. They they had a um, petition, so they got people to write a petition. If people could, didn't have the internet and couldn't sign the petition, they actually circulated a uh, physical version of it and then put their name on that petition. And so they managed to get the show back on the air. But I don't think the show was ever canceled in Canada. It it came out first in Canada, then in the states, uh, got canceled in the states, uh, and then it got brought back, and then it got a better time slot. Uh, I think during tsunami, if I remember right. And it started, it exploded after that. Um, I know during that time, uh, we got like the first two seasons and I knew like a friend of mine would get the um, the fan subs on VHS and we, and we watch like the movies that they had and all that kind of stuff. So like just really hardcore dedicated people getting a hold of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but what initially happened prior to it coming out or just about just when it was going to come out or maybe a little bit before um, another company was trying to kind of come out with sailor moon, but like doing it with kind of like kind of similar to how power rangers was where power rangers, they took a show from the, from Japan mm-hmm. chopped it up and then did live action parts. And then whenever they transformed into power rangers, then they would, they would show the 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 Japanese sh- uh, Sentai show, so then, mm-hmm. that's why it was always weird and disjointed. And and then, uh, so they were trying to do the same thing, but they would do the live action part, uh, and then any of the action stuff they would animate it.
2: Yeah,
1: and okay. uh, and so all that's all the stuff that was animated. They would like be they'd be fighting in space and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. so, uh, we, like I remember when I first got the internet, which was like in the two thousands um in the 2000s there was like a uh a video that was floating around of this sailor moon thing this this version of sailor moon floating around so i think uh someone was trying to shop it this this company was trying to shop it um at anime conventions and so someone filmed it and it was only the i think the 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 it wasn't a sizzle reel it was more like a music video kind of thing so you had like the intro and everything and all these girls are dancing and stuff like that. And they're supposed to represent all the sailor scouts. And it was more like, they're all, they're all different races. And also the animated characters reflected that. And the animation style was, they're trying to go like a little bit more like He-Man, like more American style, but it looked more like He-Man and stuff. And, you know, obviously that didn't take. And um, the people that were originally bringing it over, they're like, well, it's cheaper to just sub a dub, dub over the original series and that's mm-hmm. what they ended up doing uh and in the end same moon like had a good run and then it did get canceled again because the final season the final two seasons had uh last the second to last season i think introduced two characters that were actually uh gay lesbians but to try to skirt around that they kind of they like already the the north american dub of it was very heavily edited because you mm-hmm. know people got beaten up people got bloodied and stuff like that uh, but they would edit it so that uh, certain characters were not men. They were, they were, they. Oh, well, this is a girl now. And then uh, for the two characters that were lesbians that were part of the Sailor Scouts, they made them kissing cousins, and then kind of edit out stuff with them, kind of hanging out and implying that they're gay. Uh, and then the last hmm. series is where those characters come back, and then there's three more quote unquote Sailor Scouts. Not, I don't think they're actual Sailor Scouts um then they those i think there were male pop singers that transformed into women to fight evil Mm. so and so imagine seeing that in the 2000s and how everything was back then so yeah that did not get brought over at all um so it got canceled again um so this was like a crazy actual investigative like deep dive into finding um, what was dubbed by the fans saban moon so people assumed that saban put it out put like created this to get chopped first okay. but it turns out it has nothing to do with saban it's actually the people that helped saban bring over they were like the in-between for the power rangers in japan and and the power rangers here kind of thing so they were trying to do their own thing um and they they um they they contracted a um another um company to get it all done and everything like that so sadly this was just a proof of concept so what was found and what was shown was just a proof of concept just the the um what do you call it again just the music video but what was really cool is so the first part of the documentary is her trying to find it and find anybody that has this tape anywhere and then the second part is here her like maybe a month or two later actually finding it and getting actual interviews with with people that made it and everything like that. So, it's definitely a good watch. If you have time to watch it, I would highly suggest it. Uh you know, get a cup of coffee, I don't know, get a, get a, get drink, a cup just, of coffee. Just, just just chill out, you know, take like watch it in two parts like it's I think it's really good. It's really fascinating and just a lot of good work and a lot of patience on her part. And what I thought was pretty cool was, um, I think this girl, her her actual name is Raven Simone, and yeah. within one of her interviews, someone's like, "What? Your name is Raven Simone? Is are you really like based off? Like, is your name like um, like someone must have been a really big fan of uh, the girl from the Cosby Show?" And she's like, "Yeah, that's that's what I'm named after." <laughs> are you serious? And, and you're like, "Oh my god."
0: no way so
1: this girl i this girl that made it i'm her her youtube channel is called ray mona mm-hmm. and uh i'm pretty sure she's canadian because there was two parts where uh you know she she actually talks about sailor moon coming out in canada uh and then also there's two clips that she uses in the documentary one of them is a screen cap from Teletoon. and it's just <laughs> like I don't think anyone would ever use a screen cap from Teletoon. out like, of all places. Out of all places. And it was yeah. like the old logo for Teletoon with the two eyes and everything. Oh. The two those two circles and they look like eyes. And then the second clip she used was two of the voice actors for Sailor Moon were on YTV Zone with PJ Fresh Phil. And I was like,
0: PJ Fresh Phil. And wow. I honest
1: I honestly feel I like I feel it right here in You're the like, heart. But in my gut, in my gut is that she's she's probably Canadian. Yeah, and so I that think...
0: or she has to love Canadian TV in some shape or no, form. Oh, those... And
1: there was also another part where she said she called somebody and she said they might think it's really weird that somebody from another country is calling them. So yes, uh, So yes, <laughs> so that is just that little is, bits and yeah, pieces. Yeah,
0: you you've done quite the detective work on that. I believe, <laughs> I believe, I believe you you've solved,
1: but you've it's solved. really, really good work, really and the ending of that is is like like um, insert uh, insert uh, Captain Holt saying vindicate. I you was know, just really like it was worth it. It was definitely worth it. It's crazy and it's she, I think she did a really good job and it's worth watching it. Mm-hmm. And like it's not the only. Investigative thing where she's searching for something and she ends up finding it. Like I think there was another video she has where she's trying to find uh, this Mean Girls DS game that never came out, and she ends up finding the game <laughs> <No way. laughs> and finding like a playable version of it or something like that. And I was like, wait, what? That's crazy. That's wild. So yeah, so that's that's what I watched. I was like trying to think of what did I watch. And I was like, oh yeah, like, this this like YouTube documentary that was actually really interesting and like just something that you saw like years ago like basically mm. 20 years ago i saw some this weird like bootleg video camera just really poor on the internet, just floating on the internet, and then someone actually finding it and documenting this is what it was this is where it came from here are the people that helped create it and it was just pretty pretty awesome
0: so so well anything
1: anything else or just that uh, no, I also I was listening to I don't know if I mentioned this last week. I was listening to Questlove's podcast, and okay. he had Jennifer Love Lewis Questlove. on it. So uh, I don't know if you uh, Jennifer Lewis. Uh, she's current. Well, she was playing the uh, grandma on Blackish. Okay. Uh, she had a book out called um, I'm I'm uh, was it Black Hollywood's Mom or something like that? And I think she has a second book out or something like that. So that's what she's promoting. Uh and um it was a really good interview. It was pretty crazy because Quest Love didn't really have to talk, you know, and Jennifer Lewis is definitely dropping pearls of wisdom. Like she lived a life. Oh, that's awesome. And just and and she said something to Quest Love and it messed them up so bad. And he's like, you know, usually when you're doing an interview, when an interviewee is doing an interview, when, when an interviewer is doing an interview, um, they're always trying to find a question that will like bring emotion out of the, the interviewee. But this is the first time I've been in, in it. There's like, no, I think he said it was like the second time or something. I can't remember who the other person was. He said, This is where the person I'm interviewing is getting me to cry. And he's like, Should I cry on my own show? No, I shouldn't cry on my show. Should I cry on my show? He's like, he's trying to because she said something that really hit home. Um, it was something about uh she said to him, like, why are you killing yourself? to make other people happy when they wouldn't kill themselves for you to make you happy. That's deep. So, but it was pertaining to something very specific. So I don't know. I'm definitely misquoting what she said, but Mm -hmm. it was something that really hit him close to home. And he was like, Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) And just the whole episode was just gems of wisdom and um, her, you know like wherever she goes she tries to inspire the people that are there and like definitely like definitely worth a listen i I have to also listen to her on um breakfast club because i know she says some wild stuff and they they, they took she says some wild stuff in general but like usually it's like you know like some people might have like a wild aunt or uncle but like you know when they're like really calm and they're talking to you they're they're really saying something they're not Mm -hmm. just blah 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 for nothing like they're really actually trying to Get you to understand and like, give you some some
0: some yeah. stuff before they go, you know. Yeah, but she's also she's, but she's. I mean, she's probably been in the business for quite some like like she has. Yeah, be, being someone who's in the business for quite some time and like them wanting to share knowledge is always like an interesting listen. It, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter like, it, it, it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I bet you it's interesting, but what I'm saying is like when it, whenever it's someone who's been in a business for a long time and they get like an open mic moment and they just feel like sharing, mm-hmm. like I find. Like, like I, I've heard a lot of that. Like, you know, exa- like, example, like the actor's studio. You remember the actor's studio? Oh, yeah, studio? yeah. Inside the actor's studio. Like, yeah. inside the actor's studio. Like, that was one of the reasons why I love that show so mm-hmm. much. So, I could easily imagine it being like, like, just the same. Like yeah. It's- it, it always depends on, yes, because I know with Quest
1: Love, the whole point of his show is to be geeky and to nerd out and ask very specific questions. <laughs> and, like, oh, was this this? Was this you? When I was watching, um, he has one where he talks to, Jeffrey Osborne. Um, so I think he was part of the something unlimited. Um, so like an old band from back in the day. And uh he asked him a question like, oh, when on uh, Soul Train, when this band was on, or with this when this guy was on Soul Train, was that you? He's like, Yeah, that was me playing drums. He's like, Oh, I knew it was you. Ah. Like, <laughs> something really like nerdy, like really like, oh, like I think Quest Love actually has all the episodes of of Soul Train. like when it starts like he yeah i'd be
0: surprised and like
1: so so just really crazy stuff like that so he's asking them questions like oh um you know where you get your inspiration from or like but like more actual in-depth nerdy um musician questions a lot of the time um but this one i think um there wasn't much to ask in the sense of jennifer lewis has written a book about her life she's already written an autobiography and she said like when she was a certain age she was Writing a journal, and she kept writing a journal, and she's and she said that she's been diagnosed being bipolar, and she said Mm -hmm. writing in her journal actually helped her, and the doctor like told her, yeah, if you didn't write in your journal, you, who knows what you've done with yourself, and um, so she she you know she didn't have to do much with it, just you know maybe clean it up, and then here you go, (laughs) here's here's my life done, and she uh, was already
0: doing her memoirs to a certain degree,
1: yeah, exactly um and yeah her her career is very very long like uh i think she start no i don't know if she started but i know one of the people she worked with was bet midler she was one of her backup singers back in the day and wow. now uh jennifer uh lewis has her own star in the hollywood walk of fame so she was also in uh she was one of will smith's aunts in um freshmen's of bel-air uh and she's done a ton of shows a ton of ton of shows but the most latest one would have been uh blackish being the grandma uh in the show
0: i'm i i scrolled through uh her stuff on i'm i'm db mm-hmm. she i mean she says just quite she's even uh she even has uh, a credit in young justice
1: oh, as Olymp- yeah. <laughs>
0: olympia savage oh shit oh uh, okay okay Look at that.
1: um what else i know there was also she did a movie with uh josh gad and kevin hard docs yeah yeah uh she did a movie with josh gad and kevin hart um i can't remember what the name of it was um but there's there's like a video online where josh gad is imitating her (laughs) in front of her and you're seeing the crew on set just losing their mind and she's like she's game with it like it sounds like uh oh it sounds like she's gonna beat him up but no like it's it's all in good fun it's really cool um there's also i think some time ago she did like a little song called i don't want nobody effing with me in these streets (laughs) Oh, but she's yeah she's she's done a lot
0: she's done she's like she's gone she goes all the way back to like red heat beaches murphy brown sister Mm -hmm. act and freaking in living color this girl's like a legend yeah at this point i don't know who she which sister act? First one or second one? First, uh, first one Michelle. I'm trying to remember who Michelle was. I think that was
1: one of her. So remember in the beginning of the movie, she's like singing in a in a casino kind of thing. Yeah, that could that could have been one of the three. Oh, like she was one like of the yeah, one of the three girls that was singing with uh, Whoopi Goldberg. I think be, that's who she is. I don't I don't think there's any other black nuns when she goes to the convent to hide out.
0: Huh? She's in meteor man. Huh? Yeah. She's in everything. She's in a lot of stuff. <laughs> oh, and she and she, and she's in actually Sister Act too, but as a Vegas backup singer. So I yeah. I, I, I I would assume the mo- the movie is- starts. The movie starts um,
1: with Whoopi Goldberg back in yeah. Vegas, and then I guess they bring her back to like kind of I oh because it's I think it's the school she used to go to when she was young, and they ask her back to help out. And straighten out the kids and stuff like that.
0: Yo, the more I look on this thing, the more <laughs> she's in like some serious things. Yeah, yeah. Like, she, she I'll, I'll even say this out loud. She has a pretty good nerd resume here. She's <laughs> like, she's been in Meteor Man. She voiced in Lois. Oh, sorry. She was in Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman. Mm-hmm. She was in Young Justice, from what I read before. Uh, there was another thing that I saw. Uh, she was in Mystery Men. She's, <laughs> she got, she's, she's got her. She's got her. And and then in like in uh, in poetic, poetic justice as yes, presidents,
1: yeah. she was in What's Love Got to Do with It? I think she was um, Tina Turner's mom in that movie.
0: No way. I didn't. Uh, I haven't seen it. Mind you, I'm I'm, I'm scrolling up and down. Quickly. I'm just on her Wikipedia, so it's kind of giving like more cleft uh, uh, clef notes.
1: No, she's she's, she's in Princess she's, and the Frog. She's in Pixar Car series. She's in Castaway jeez like she's oh the i think the movie i was thinking about is called the wedding ringer Hmm. so that's where like kevin hart has a uh he's a guy that you call when you don't have uh anybody to be like your best man or do a bachelor party and stuff like that so he'll come in as a service and if i remember right jennifer lewis is like his his uh his secretary or his assistant or someone that uh that helps him out with that
0: hmm she's uh a... yeah she was she's on broadway
1: fan. she did a lot. a lot she did a lot she was in a different world uh she was in rock hanging with mr cooper she was in friends mm. Jeez, different Dude. world freshmans of bel-air like we said
0: she's been uh i say this with respect not in in but she's been around <laughs>
1: yeah yeah uh, since the 70s and she used to be on broadway and everything so yeah
0: I bet yeah. that I bet that really was a probably a very interesting podcast. <laughs> it was. It I'm, was like, I'm like I'm like kind of I'm very I'm interested just by seeing the background. I'm curious the knowledge that she was sp- spitting, you know. I and mean? yeah, it's uh, it was a two parter. It was definitely a two parter. Damn. Hmm.
1: Uh, I, I don't so, have. Uh, sorry, just to wrap it up. Uh, yeah. the first book was called "The Mother of Black Hollywood," a memoir. That was in 2017 and then the second one is walking in my joy in these streets so she's using so that's the most recent one that came out
0: uh <laughs> that's it she's got a good uh a good knack for titles yeah. <laughs> for, I don't
1: want she, nobody gonna me in these streets I don't want nobody <laughs> <laughs> look that up it's really funny I will and how about you? What have
0: you been uh, checking out? Uh, lately, it's been Rick and Morty because I believe this is the season of resurgence. Uh oh, okay. Of like, I, because I understand what, like, you know, when, when now that the guys aren't here with their whole Dan Harmon hate that they always bring, mm-hmm. uh, I get that, that some people are like, it, the last season or so was like a little meh, but mm-hmm. this season has been like much better storytelling, 110%, and like, it's like an artist finally saying, you know what, I'm going to do different music, but you're going to still hear me when I'm right. doing it. Like, you know, like the Beatles, like when they went to like, uh, like the Indian uh, style, oh, sorry, I don't know. Um, uh, middle East, where was it? What's yeah. that weird? That Maharishi days kind of thing. That's it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I was looking for like the better term. Sitar? Yeah. Sitar. 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 Yeah. When they went through, the, when they used the sitar and everything, mm-hmm. like sure, they're using a completely different instrument that's you. Understood with a completely different culture, but when they were playing it, you're like, Oh, well, I could hear the Beatles, like you know mm-hmm. what I mean. And I feel like, for, yeah, and I feel for Rick and Mori, the thing that was problem was like it was stale because they, it was like I said, it was lazy, right? And now they're like, You know what, let's get edgier again or go more extreme, I guess. Mm-hmm. And now because of that, it's like, Ah, finally, stride is back. Like the last episode that I so the last two episodes have like, so one is when Beth's, so Beth's, uh, sorry, um, the kid's mom. Yeah, Beth, she at one point in time is like questioning all her reality and then asks her dad, like, would you clone me so that someone can stay, so I could stay here and then go travel the universe. And then there's always (coughs) been the question about whether or not the clone's the one that left or if it's the real one that left and so on and so forth. That was a question in the background, right? And eventually they came back and it's like, oh, the question doesn't matter. They're two completely different people. But two episodes ago was when they finally hang out and uh she has sex with herself (laughs) she literally she literally falls in love with herself and (laughs) at first i was like you but it quickly turned to like the most hilarious episode of like just stupidity (laughs) because of like you can't go anything stupid because she's aware that she's stupid and it's just Mm -hmm. and because of like the dynamic of like you know the mom having sex with like intergalactic bounty hunter because like that like the her alternative self who went to space is more rick if he decided to be like a a rebel leader type okay thing like you know she's super <laughs> smart but she's gone she's like all this stuff was shit and then when she comes back having sex with herself and then like them trying to like
1: <laughs> <laughs> have an actual relationship
0: an actual relationship but i think if, if memory serves correct they was you've try already get, blocked
1: it out from your no, head
0: that's not that because it's because i literally I watched it so i watched it like two weeks ago and and i just watched the the recent episode that i do also want to speak about mm-hmm. but like they try and get like do it in front of, they do it in front of like the dad and you're just like oh dude <laughs> oh, wow i like, guess it's just
1: that's oh. terrible you know so what's it's like weird it's just, what's weird about that i remember that was like a running gag On Conan O'Brien's show, when he used to do the late, late show, where it's just for some reason it's either him having sex with himself or um, Max Weinberg having
0: sex with himself.
1: (laughs) Just like, I don't want to
0: see this. But you're you're looking at it and you're like, to see someone like try and cheat, but around like they're like, it's just, it's funny. Like, like you're cheating with yourself around your house. Anyways, it's, it, it, it went, it was, it went on a bender. Right. So that one was just, that one just wrote itself and was amazing. But then this past week's episode, out of laziness, it starts off with what is perceived to be like the, uh, Rick is like doing, um, sleepwalking. So like the, the, the mom tries to address him and says like, Hey, like you were sleepwalking. Like, is everything okay? He's like, No, I wasn't. And they're like, What? And like, basically, he's like, I, he communicated with his subconscious self so that when he sleeps, like his subconscious self does stuff for him. (laughs) So like he falls asleep and like, you see him working out Mm -hmm. and doing all these random things. They're like, what the fuck? And they're like, well, I assigned my, I gave myself like my, my subconscious self, a conscious when i'm like when i'm asleep so he gets things done and now i have like these wicked abs
2: <laughs> and then like
0: the whole family ends up doing it morty literally does it just for the abs but then the whole family does it but then it evolves into like them realize them being like we realize like the night they call it the night family so the oh. night versions of themselves <laughs> oh my god <laughs> The night oh, version of like right? Like it's a, the night version of themselves realize that they're getting screwed over with the chores. Oh, oh, okay. They're able <laughs> yeah. to live with it, but they set like because like what happens is like all the all the people in the in the family are like, you know, like like Morty's like, yeah, I'm gonna get him to get me abs like he got like he did for Rick. Mm-hmm. The mom is like, uh, he's gonna do my chores. The sister is like, uh, I'm gonna learn schooling at night so I could do whatever I want. Like, you know, and the dad's yeah. like, I get to have a pen pal. They're like, what? I'm, I'm going to have a pen pal with, with night, with Jeff or, or Jerry. <laughs> sorry. And you're like, you're, you're going to, you're going to talk to your night self, Jerry. Like, yeah. And you're like, they all like laugh at him or whatever. Uh-huh. But then like, it evolves to like them having a conscience and they use the night Jerry to send day Jerry message to the family of them saying like, can you just like rinse your dishes? <laughs> so like it's easier for us to like you know.
1: Oh my! So it's basically it's, like they have roommates, extra roommates. Yeah, extra roommates. <laughs> but then it
0: evolved. And sorry, I should put up a spoiler rope, but spoilers. Wait! <laughs> well, oh my god! Because You're this is, this is this happens in the, the first no this happens in the first five seconds, like the five minutes of the episode. Okay. What evolves is because they say no uh-oh, the Knight family's, like, terrorizing them. Like, at first, they, like, break all their dishes and shit as, like, <laughs> protest, and you're, like, then Rick, instead of just, like, washing dishes, like, goes to, like, some far-off planet and is, like, you owe me one. And you think he's, like, gonna get, like, you know, like, weapons or something or something to, like, fix this problem? Mm-hmm. And he gets basically a dish set that's indestructible. <laughs> and it's, like, it's, like, Alla Thor making uh storm uh what's what's Thor's second hammer again? Stormbreaker, I guess. So storm, stormbreaker. It's like the alice making stormbreaker. Like how these things are being, how you see them being made. Right. And he comes back. He's like, "Let's see them break these." And then, like the <laughs> next day, he's like, "All their stuff is gone," and all this type of stuff. <laughs> and then what happens is that <laughs> oh, Rick Rick wakes up one time, right? Oh, because the second they wake up, their night self obviously stops. Right, right. He wakes up and he's strapped to his bed, and like they're trying to communicate with him, like, This is all your fault because you didn't want to do this. He's like, Well, what does it matter? Like, the smartest one is like, Oh, when I'm awake, he's gone, and they're like, Rules were reversed. But and like, Night, Night, the summer, which Mm -hmm. is the daughter, comes in, and she's like, A new level of crazy. (laughs) Like, like, (laughs) you're terrified when this person's talking, and you're like, Okay, this got interesting, and just like from there the escalation of it Mm -hmm. all is just hilarious like imagine Mm. this like they're fighting they're trying to fight sleep so Mm then when one wakes up like (laughs) so like when when one falls asleep they wake up but as like their night self right right so imagine like they're trying to get away and one of the night selves are chasing them so it's like you know four (laughs) against one And then, like, they throw, like, a rock and knocks one out. So that automatically means not only did they stop the the day person from being functional, Mm -hmm. that turns into a night person. So it's playing on, like, the zombie thing all the whole time. Like, zombie slash Freddy Krueger, but we're all Freddy (laughs) Krueger. Yeah, it's so good. Like, the fight scenes in this episode. Wow. Absolutely epic. Because, like, it's a combination of people passing out and then other people trying to wake other people up. (laughs) like like at one point in time like the night person is like punching a person out while that person like lands and bites the night person so the night person wakes up and like (laughs) and then there's like all these interact like you know what i mean there's all these switches that are happening during their fights and you're just like it's hilarious that's insane that is ridiculous (laughs) it's so it's so entertaining bro it was so good and then like and again i'll just like at the end the night people win oh but so you're like, oh no, what's gonna happen next episode and and sorry, like big spoilers here for people who are watching this episode <laughs> sorry but so at the end of the episode they like there's an altercation like it's insinuated that they win and at the end of Rick and Morty, it's one of those things where there's always the 30 seconds right and in that 30 seconds they're like, well, we spent all our money and for somewhere they don't have the memories mm. like they're an independent being when they're the night people right so like right. If I, if I day person hid my keys, night person wouldn't know where they are. Like, they would be like, Well, I just hid it there because he doesn't have the memory. Right. So, like, you don't have your bank account number, you don't have <laughs> like so on and so forth. So, during the commercial, like during the, like, the, the credits, usually it's black, but in the background, they're showing them like spending money, having a good time, blah blah. blah. And like the end credits scene is them like realizing that they're poor, they can't <laughs> access anything, everything's being repoed. <laughs> and it gets so dark because rick like night rick is like he comes into the room he's like i have a, 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 a an invention that will solve all our problems and he takes out a gun and you think he's going to shoot them all mm-hmm. and he goes to the machine that's like the 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 battery that's allowing this thing to happen right. that they're asleep and he shoots the machine the machine breaks mm-hmm. and then like they, they have to wake up oh okay like life sucks, and you're really at the end of the day, like they basically committed suicide. You're like, it's ridiculous. However, for Rick and Morty, it is hilarious. Right. It is freaking amazing. Sorry, that was major spoilers, but I couldn't help it on that last one. Because he's such you a good to spoiler spoiler warning. Oh my god. I gave it like after a minute. <laughs> oh, and then when goodness. I went down the rabbit hole, I'm like fine.
1: Right. Here we are.
0: <laughs> Here we are. It's been a week if you're listening to this on... Well, I mean, if you're listening to it live, then sorry. I I legitly screwed you over. However, if you're listening to Friday or Saturday, shame on you for not already watching it. Good. (laughs) (laughs) Watch Rick and Morty. The season's good. Then the night
1: fans came and killed Merc with a mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Or at least beat him up.
0: Imagine. Oh, Oh, man. But what else? What else? You know what I actually watched, though? That was like... It's a small side tangent. Okay. And this is for anyone. I, I as people know, I, I have a tendency to rewatch like older stuff, mm-hmm. just because like I like to watch it and this and that. But I will say this out loud: Do not rewatch reboot. It is good. Reboot no. is good. Lies. <laughs> no, not 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 that. Not the reboot of reboot. Oh, okay. Reboot, reboot. Like when we were kids. Reboot. Yeah. Original reboot. Original reboot. It is amazing. However, the ending of that shit is the worst there's yeah, a lot of i because i think they were expecting to come back or they were leaving
1: it on a cliffhanger on purpose to come back yeah with a new season and it just never got picked
0: up and and it's the worst because it's like you finally have all the characters in a in a, in a way that you like mm-hmm. and even the end the end itself like because like what happens is that there's there's uh, you know you have and and, and people who like yeah, spoiler, but this is like twenty years old. You should have this as history. So, like, you if you don't know it again, shame on you. But if you saw to rewatch watch because you forget how it ends. Because like, what happens with three was the first two years is like you know Kitty style, and then in the third year, oh, the third season, dark. it gets like super dark and serious and whatnot, right? Yeah. And that's when you get like adult Enzo. Yeah, and you have that Matrix. for two. Yeah, exactly, and you have that for two seasons, and it's super dope, right? Because you're finally like, okay this is making sense. And all like the terminology and like the, now that I'm watching it as I'm older, I actually appreciate the, (laughs) the naming conventions of things now. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like before they they would say like a sentence, you're like, whatever. And you're like, now you're like, Oh, that makes perfect sense for that. Like assuming that they actually exist. There's these little beings in our circuits or whatever. Like this makes perfect sense and all that type of stuff. But at the end there's, there ends up being two bobs and you're like, Oh, is this another thing like when you end up having two Enzos mm-hmm. and then one ends up being like oh it was actually Megabyte yeah. disguised in Dojo horse." This... Yeah exactly but when that hits a head again it gets real serious it's almost like what can I compare it to? I, I can't like it, it, it's borderline oh what's that um what's the Nicolas Cage movie? Face when Off? On, uh, uh, when he's on Alcatraz. The Rock. The Rock, like that moment in The Rock where they're all trying to get out of the sewer and then but there's everyone around them, and it's like a no-win scenario and all this mm-hmm. stuff. That's exactly <laughs> and I'm using that analogy because it's also a, how people are positioned in the scene and stuff, ironically. Mm-hmm. And you're like, so you're fucked. And then it's <laughs> like till next season. And you're like, There, there yeah. wasn't there, there isn't that why? Yeah, like why would you do this? It's bad, it's as bad as watching the original berserk if you were ever into that anime oh yeah i love that anime the, that anime when i watched it the i fr- i'll never forget when i thought fo- sort of the first time i watched it because the first time i watched it i started at like let's say seven eight o'clock at night at my friend's place there's 24 episodes on the original yeah. one yeah i watched 20 episodes in one night <laughs> i literally Jeez. was watching my friends and i'm like another one another one and then like by like four o'clock in the morning he's like dude i'm like we really are only four episodes away. <laughs> and he's like, tomorrow. I'm like, okay. But like that, that another one, like when you get to the end, you're like, "This, this balls, like what, what happened? Like mm-hmm. that can't be the end and, and it's exactly like Reboot. So for those who, who like Reboot, yes, is it worth the watch? Yes, but don't prepare to be very disappointed. at Yeah,
1: because um, I think there's a few things that also happened with that show in the sense of uh, it didn't get picked up. Uh, the voice actor for Megabyte also passed away, Tony J. Oh, no. Yeah. So he was, uh, he did a lot of stuff. He, like, if you remember the Tick show, he was Chairface Chippendale, if I remember right. Uh, oh, he did, he was one of the characters in, uh, what was it called again? Um, um, what was it called? Legacy of Kane, Soul Reaver. He was in Soul Reaver. He was like the guy oh, that shit. kind of gets um, as Azrael or Azrael to become the soul reaver kind of thing um he did a lot of voice acting and like he oh he was Fro- frollo in a uh, hunchback of notre dame so if you remember the main villain in Hunch- of disney's mm. hunchback of notre dame mm. and he sings the song hellfire um listen to that song it's pretty messed up pretty dark <laughs> when you think about it as you're older you're like like you listen to it as 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 your kid, like oh man, it's such a scary song, uh, and then you're like, okay, it's not that bad. And you get older, and the older you get, the more you're like, oh man, this guy's messed up. Oh man, this guy. Oh man, <laughs> it's like a really really oh. messed up song. But yeah, like this, like classically trained actor, really good chops, just um part of your childhood. Really really part of your childhood. Um, So. So that guy passed away. Uh, What sucks is that they actually got the original voice actor for Bob back. So that's why there's two Bobs and they both sound different. Um, Mm. And um, yeah, it's just a little, it's just, it's just, and I think a lot of those people that made the show at mainframe mainframe is not even called mainframe anymore. It's called something else now and rainmaker, I think it's called now. And those original people that started mainframe, I don't think are there anymore. So Uh. even if, So that's kind of why you end up getting the reboot of reboot or the not reboot of reboot, where they try to kind of bring it back again at the end. And it's just like, no, this is not what we wanted.
0: No. Yeah, the reboot of reboot was like, it was a joke. It was, it wasn't, it wasn't reboot. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like when you watch it, like, no, there's no, there's no real people here. We're Mm -hmm. supposed to be in a computer all the time. (laughs) Like, because basically you became the user yeah that, that's, that's the user is you
1: that's yeah. what basically it was and then he in in that episode he reboots the system so every so like it's what's crazy is like it makes you wonder like how long did all this happen is this in a day
0: for yeah the whole you're series about... like the whole yeah like the, I whole, think the, the whole the whole original series you mean
1: yeah the whole series is like i think four seasons yeah. and they're like oh my god it's gonna take a whole second oh my god it's gonna take a nanosecond you know so it just makes you wonder like is this legit the whole like a day like someone went on the computer went on the internet crashed a whole server crashed a whole hard drive and that's Mm -hmm. where you got the nulls part and then they tried to do this and that blah 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 uh they got a they got a, a a virus really messing up things but they're not noticing it and then in the end they're just like reboot the system and then everything is back to normal kind of thing <laughs> or close to back to normal yeah oh yeah
0: so oh.
1: i would yeah, still I, say it's a worth it's a good watch it's a show you, that's written you, extremely well um you're talking you know, about the original right now right yeah the original original reboot yeah, yeah. the four seasons starting in 1994 and mm. going on um the thing the the only hard part i would have to say is that for for I think if you don't, if you hadn't grown up watching it for a lot of people watching the first few seasons might be a little bit rough because of this is like one of the first few shows doing CGI, CG animation for, for kids kind of thing. So Mm -hmm. it might be a little bit rough watching it, but it's comparatively to what happened, what was out at the time around this time, this was out. There's also the new adventures of Johnny quest and Mm -hmm. that those guys, I think went on to do, um, the Voltron show back in the day, like back in the, the, the two thousands, the, the the CGI Voltron show. They also did, um, um, what do you call it? Starship troopers, roughnecks. And when you watch them doing CGI, they, for some reason they can't do, they can't do hands. They can't, they can't, there's no appendages. They can't do this. They really can't. So they're always walking around like this and doing that and stuff. Um, but reboot, even in those original shows, they were they were really good at like having them do fists having them like uh articulate their fingers and stuff like that and it just got better and better as it went on
0: yeah but at the same time i mean because like but this also spurred off because of but because uh reboot was how how long after did beast wars or beasties depending on where you grow up
1: Uh, that so reboot was 1994, and if I remember right, Beast Wars, oops, wrong because you had those two, and you had what was it? Was Shadow Raiders, Shadow Raiders, yeah. So, Beast Wars, I think, started in '96. So, reboot started in '94, and then I think like they got two seasons in, and then they were starting to do Beast Wars, which is '96. And then, as you're as the seasons go on, you're seeing they're getting better. They're getting better at animating. They're getting better mm-hmm. at the polygons. They're getting like better at lighting. They're getting like all this stuff is like getting really good. Uh, and then um War Planets. Or what was the other name for War Planets? Shadow Raiders. That was or 98. So 90. 90- war Planets.
0: Oh. Where was it called? War Planet? That was like in the That US. was the
1: actual name of the show. But the thing is that on Canadian broadcast, you can't have war in the name of your show. On Canadian television, so that's why Beasties is called Beasties and not Beast Wars. That's why War Planets is called Shadow Raiders and not War Planets. But the original name of the show was War War Planets. Planets
0: Makes so much more sense considering what was happening, and also also that was the
1: name of the toys. The toys was fine, um, but for 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 whatever like when they were showing it on YTV, they couldn't do that, so they had to change the name. And then as you're seeing those shows, each season the animation is getting a lot better. So like War Planets, it was like pretty up there. I think that was like around the same time as season, I want to say two or three of Beast Wars. And season... Wendell, let me add real quick. Yeah.
0: Let me really add real
1: quick that shout out to Shadow Raiders because they built that story from nothing. Absolutely. Yeah. Nothing. I wonder if I wonder if the, they had the toys and they're like, make a story with these toys. And then they went off on that. Exactly. Because they had to, because they built a really good story from. Because I know nothing. even with um, Beast Wars, they just had the toys. Um, But originally when Beast Wars first started, the original Optimus Prime and Megatron, they were, they were a bat and a alligator. And a and a crocodile. Crocodile, yeah. And then really? they were lucky that they, they <laughs> got the dinosaur and the gorilla after that.
0: So those crappy little toys were meant to be the actual because I remember seeing I had those toys mm-hmm. and I was like this is lame, this cannot possibly be it. So that's Ironhide was something like a, a warthog or something crazy. Maybe I can't remember I what Ironhide, but I know like yeah, if you look at if ones. you
1: look at the um original gorilla toy for Optimus Primal. No way, maybe the bat and the the bat was Optimus Prime and not Optimus yes. Primal. I have to double check. But, Either way, you were right. But I know you're with the, the I know with the um, with the Optimus Primal gorilla toy, there was always a thing where they had oh they had mutant faces. So like if you had your Beast Wars toys, you would have like your regular face, and then you would flip it a certain way, and it would be a, yeah. a beast face or a mutant face. And Optimus Primal's mutant face was a bat face. So it had like a mask that came up, and then his his little uh, horns that he had that looks like Optimus they would come down like this and that would be the fangs of the bat of the bat face. That's what that was. Yeah. So you had to like put down the ear, put down the horns like this and then turn the head around and then bring
0: up the mask. Uh, I, I, my friend had the, the big uh, Optimus that you're describing. And I had the big, um, uh, Megatron. Right. The, the, yeah. So, okay. So it was,
1: uh, Optimus primal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, just making sure cuz I was just like uh, couldn't can't remember if they changed the name afterwards or something like that trying to retain that name, but um but yeah. But yeah, that that one too, I think with Beast Wars, they they kind of put their foot down and said, "Hey, it's going to be really expensive to do modeling of all these new toys you're coming out with. So, can we just have a set cast, and that's it and just lock it to that, and then we will integrate newer stuff but only when it like in the new season we can kind of do it better and like okay fine so that's why the cast of Beast Wars isn't crazy huge and always introducing some new characters every episode and stuff like that Hmm. And that's why it works it works because you have a set cast you know and you can build off of that cast and there's more and more story coming in on it but yeah um, those three shows just a lot of good people writing amazing stories for it if i remember right for beast wars i think one of the writers was um what's his name oh man i forgot no let me see if I. Uh, it's paul Dini. i think paul Dini was one of the original writers of beast wars hmm. so if you look it up that name you're gonna see a bunch of um you're gonna see a bunch of like dc universe stuff from back in the day like he moved on to that so just to let you know um it's got a really those shows had really good pedigrees basically
0: question for you though since we're talking about them all and you seem to be uh well versed which is your favorite planet which is your favorite game which is your favorite character from beasties or beast wars
1: so so you're asking so all this is uh Beast Wars related?
0: No, because we're talking about all three movies, all three, all three right? Shows? So okay. for, for the for Shadow Raiders favorite planet. Okay. For let's see. Um, oh, we'll do this one at a time. Right. Favorite planet. I wanna say
1: I think I liked fire. I think I liked fire the most out like of all the, of them.
0: The, the the teen guy?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I liked fire the most.
0: I would say I was gonna say the same. Mm-hmm. For reboot, which one's your favorite game that's played? Um, I want to say in the second.
1: I think it's a tie between the second episode and from the first season. And then there's another episode in the first season called the Tiff. So in the second episode, there's uh, a race. So it starts yes. off as an F one race. Yeah. Then it turns into a um, what do you call it again? A um
0: uh it's like um it's uh, like they're, uh, it, f- they're, it's like a they're cars, hovercraft yeah they're yeah, hovercrafts
1: yeah. and then it turns into a plane into a like flying like plane thing so yeah. it's almost like um i think that ended up coming out in the end where it's um sega sega um, sega racing transformed mm-hmm. where basically you go from car and then i think there's like a like you do boats and then you go into like a plane mode and stuff like that so mm-hmm. like, I, like within the game. So I, like the closest game that was like that around that time, around the nineties was Diddy Kong racing, but you could only do racing for one, like mm-hmm. racing for that one, like whole like Grand Prix. And then, then you'd have a hovercraft one, then you have the flying one, but you wouldn't change from one to the other, to the other. And like, like do it like that. So there's that. And then there's one called the TIFF where basically. They were. It was called, I think, Starship Alcatraz,
0: and yes. so the 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 user the user was Was trying to escape. Yeah, he was a white. He was like a white character. Like he was like dressed in white as a prisoner, and they yeah. were like kind of the the, the guards trying the to guards. To yeah, and then they would him. they
1: had they would shoot people, but they would be in bubbles. They would yeah. they wouldn't actually kill them.
0: Yeah. So yeah. yeah,
1: exactly that. The tip. <laughs> I remember that, and it's she was. Dot was so badass in that, so she's walking around, dual
0: wielding, yeah,
1: holding out the guns and, and everything. And they're like, like fighting that
0: episode, and it's the whole point is for them to team up in the game because if they don't, they they're gonna screw up type thing. And they have yeah, to... they're
1: gonna die. They're both gonna yeah. die. So what was yeah. crazy was that, um, Dot. So there's two. So when the show got reran, there's different versions. So they didn't complete the episodes. It seems like or certain parts weren't completed. Mm-hmm. So if you watch the final version of the tiff um so in, when you watched when you er, watched it when it originally aired um they would show images of uh they, they would look at the screen and the screen was all blank and you're like what are they mm-hmm. looking at that doesn't make any mm-hmm. sense and then when they wa- when they had reruns and they would rerun the newer version of it, and then you'd see it in the in the intro of the episode version, blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. You know, just like kind of playing into that whole computer thing. All of a sudden, now you're seeing, oh, they didn't put in the interlay of the timer going down. Um, uh, oh, like you, there's supposed to be screens of there be able to see everybody on all the cell blocks, but because the um the emergency uh power is on, then it's like flashing different areas to conserve energy so she's looking at the screen and you're seeing like it's flicking flickering here and there here and there here and there and so like stuff like that so also what happened was uh they would air i think abc also had reboot on their on their channel but they were heavily censored
2: Hmm.
1: so that's why you're getting these little weird jokes on season two season three so like they would call megabytes um uh like warships and stuff abcs right and so uh i think in the third season when they float well, in the end of the second season where they finally defeat the web and then the third season happens and then megabyte tries to take over uh mainframe and then they're like crikey binky the abcs they've betrayed us <laughs> <laughs> so they're they're crapping on the channel abc they're crapping yeah. on disney because I they had to censor that. everything like crazy oh you can't have enzo Having a gun in his hand, and I can't shooting it. That. I so didn't they know they shot that. it, and then, um, a um, a um, what do you call it again? A raft, an inflatable raft comes out, you know, and stuff like that. So, in that episode, the TIFF, Doc gets so mad at at Bob, she slaps him in the ABC version. So, she's she taps her side, a tap, 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 and then you hear like a slap in the background, and yeah. it's like, ooh. But yeah. in the Canadian version, she taps her side, tap, tap. And then she makes a fist and she literally punches Rob, Bob. Oh, man. And I don't... you hear like a more of a thud, like a punching thud. So so stuff was edited. And then went, yeah. went to the third season. They didn't have to worry about making an episode, episodes for ABC. They didn't oh have that God. restriction anymore. So that's yeah. why it got way darker. And they got to do more stuff. Enzo loses an eye. <laughs> they get lost in the games. It's oh. really like, oh god, we have to change ourselves to the AI to leave, so we don't get nullified. Like it gets super dark. But that's why there's all yeah. this like background politics and stuff going on.
0: That's wild. I didn't know any of that to be honest yeah. with you. This has been so, this has been so informative. Just because I asked you which game you like, <laughs> uh,
1: and then I think you're asking which character in Beast Wars well, I like. I, I, I or... was gonna
0: also I was gonna re-read oh, yeah. just Rebro- to add on. I would say for me it was the Dungeons and Dragons game is oh. probably the most memorable one for me. Yeah. However, ones that I always like loved, there was one that was in the in one of the early newer ones, there was one that was like an evil dead one. Yes. Where they were <laughs> the zombies. And I'm like, that just I love I love Army of Darkness is like my favorite mm-hmm. movie. So like I saw that, I'm like, amazing. Like and it was so, what so the part where he goes, I'm dead before dawn. What is that? Uh, that, that is literally a, a quote from the earlier movies because okay. it, it's, it's what they say. Like, it's the threat that they mm. say to to the humans and stuff, because like him doing that, like that, yeah. that was actually like a he kills a zombie. And that's what it like. The roles are reversed. It's supposed to be and like it's supposed to be Bruce Campbell killing the zombie. Ie he's supposed to be Enzo like a right. uh, zombie. And the person dying is supposed to be not him, but a zombie. Oh okay or whatever. Okay. So yeah, so it's that... like super in in joke. Oh yeah, super. <laughs> like if you if, if you watch that episode in Like Evil Dead or Army of Darkness, it's it's very satisfying. It's yeah. just like watching the episode where it's um the Mad Max episode. Oh yeah, yeah, Mad uh, Bob. Yeah, Mad Bob. <laughs> that one's always good. And, but another Another episode that, or sorry, game that always makes you remember, but I think it's more, it's not the game itself. It's because of what's happened before they enter the game. There's mm-hmm. the episode, there's a game where they're supposed to be doing like the Olympics. But the oh, the okay, reason yeah. why it sucks is because Enzo, in the same episode, was he was like all bummed that he wasn't like big or smarter than other people. Like he was basically mm-hmm. a kid wanting to be an adult, right? Yeah. So then he goes to Fong, and Fong's like, oh, you can go here and learn stuff, or you like, there's this other place that you could mess around things, but you really shouldn't. So yeah. he obviously he's like, I'm going to do that. And he mm-hmm. thinks that by asking to be the smartest mm-hmm. that he's going to gain knowledge. Right. And what he does is basically downgrades everyone else's like intelligence. intelligence. Yeah. So like they're, the whole episode is like, we are helping, we are helping and then he's <laughs> running into him and stuff. Yeah. And he's just like, you have to help the user. And then they're like, then they're finally doing what they're supposed to be doing. Which yeah. is Not helping <laughs> the user, you know? So
1: that must that, be so frustrating trying to play those games as the user. And it just, it's just nonsense is happening <laughs> i didn't even know the game could do that since when like, could the other team just slow me down This makes no <laughs> sense whatsoever
0: oh I, that's one thing that i i thought about when i was re-watching i'm like as a i like if i was someone playing these these games i would be pretty pissed off yeah <laughs> but uh, yeah so who's your to, to move on to the next mm-hmm. and, to, and to close out the app who's who was you may it might be multiple as well but who's your favorite character rat rat. Hands down, right? Right,
1: Rat Trap, and then as well as Dinobot. I think those two together were my. I shit my you
0: favorite. not, that's exactly. So what's was... funny?
1: What's funny? Is they're both voiced by the same guy, Scott McNeil. Really, I didn't yeah. know that. Scott McNeil voices Dinobot, Rat Trap, and Silverbolt. So Silverbolt is the closest to his actual voice but he sounds more nobler. he sounds more he sounds more uh bounty like stereotypical mounty
0: kind of thing that's hilarious i didn't think you were gonna say that like i'm not even joking you like for me i, I yeah so I'm it, o- like I, I t- i'm always like t- i'm always on the anti-hero and ever mm-hmm. since the episode of rat in a trap oh yeah yeah That ever since that, i'm like he's boss yeah he's fucking he's <laughs> amazing how can you not like this guy he's like He's, he's got the smarts, he's 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 John McClane but intelligent. What's going on? Yeah, you know, that's all yeah. it is. <laughs>
1: and then also the fact that like he tells um he tells uh Matt uh, Optimus Primal, he's like, Oh yeah, so there's like a part where like Optimus Primal, like this is like one of the first few episodes, and Optimus Primal's like, yo, Rat Trap, go and do this. And he's like, I'm not the one that could fly. Like, what the hell, dude? <laughs> you do it. And he's like, fine. And he goes and flies and he gets shot down and he's like yeah i told you that's why i'm gonna do <laughs> he's such a jerk but then when you kind of like figure him out and stuff like that and he's and you get used to him you're like okay no this he's actually a smart guy he knows what he's doing but it's just like this is that that's i know you're ordering me to do something it's not a good order it really isn't
0: that's funny i also liked um what uh is it, hellraiser that's the female one from- black arachnia no, no the 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 good Autobot. She was a bird. Um, that a hel- is air air razor air razor air, air razor, razor. Yeah, she was also one like I was like this this is dope. But mine is also because her transformation was also pretty dope. Mm-hmm. I I liked her as a as a character quite a bit.
1: But it's yeah, awesome. but yeah. So when I tell you I go to TFCon, this is the people I'm seeing. The people that voiced reboot, the people that voiced all these shows because they're all taking place in BC and they're all mm-hmm. there doing. Um, voice work for anime so like Scott McTeal also did um, what's his name was it uh Gundam Wing he was uh duo oh, Maxwell yeah. oh. and then if Proto Man was here he was like he was also Proto Man in the Mega Man cartoon show <laughs> so like all that stuff was being done out of BC out of um, Vancouver so like all those all those voice actors are there and everything like that so Like I get to see them and and talk it up and, but yeah, like it's a lot of good work. And also other fun fact. um, Remember when uh, Dinobot has this whole monologue where he's talking about the, the, the golden discs and stuff yes that was not written. That was all ad-libbed by Scott McNeil. So if you ask him to redo it, he's like, uh, I don't remember it. could you just kind of have it written and just hand it to me. Oh, (laughs) wow. So it's kind of like, um, if you ever seen the movie um, called again, uh, what was it called again? Blade Runner. There we go. Blade mm-hmm. Runner. And then at the end, uh, Batty has this big monologue talking about, you know, I've seen things people have never seen. I've seen stars off the side of Jupiter. You know, all my mm-hmm. memories are lost like tears in the rain. And he died. Like that was, that was ad libbed by Rucker Howard. Cause I think mm-hmm. he had an argument with the director saying, like, no, like, this character, he's about to die. He's he's, he's accepted it. He's, he stopped fighting. He's mm-hmm. like, you know what? I'm going to die. But, you know, realize that I want to live because I want to express that I've seen all this stuff. Like, like the world's going to shit, but, like, I've seen, like, amazing things that no one's ever, ever going to see. And that's And all those members are going to die with me, and that's it. So, like, just to see, like, a uh, an actor really understand their character and understand the arc the story arc of their character and really kind of like hammer home that like nope this is what this guy's about and this is what he's
0: going to be doing so yeah (laughs) yeah good writing again Again, great writing oh great great writing. because to be quite honest like every every character on that show including some of the bad guys like you there's a moment where you're like this is dope yeah like like uh, rhinox has his moments Mm -hmm. megatron has plenty even uh what's what's the pterodactyl's name Pterosaur, pterosaur, like the episode where pterosaur gets like the power surge or whatever. Oh he's like yeah, trying to yeah. Play. Like I'm like this is a really good episode. Like, this is ridiculously good. And now I hate you less. Waspinator, so... you're always gonna suck. But like, oh, Scott McNeil does Waspinator as well. <laughs> is there anything he can't do? <laughs> like...
1: Um. But... Oh, what else was there? Oh, I forgot. There was something else I wanted to add about that show, but nope, it's lost. Sorry, it's lost. It's lost. Oh um no there was a oh megatron megatron is probably one of the only bad guys in transformers history to complete what he wanted to do he won end of the second season he wins technically he went he basically wins he he, <laughs> he he wins he literally wins he's like one you're, of the you're, talk, you're talking about when they get back onto the planet there's that where he where he definitely won and then there's uh, end of the second season, spoiler, where they realize that the planet they're on is the planet that the original G1 uh, Autobots and Decepticons landed on. So they've somehow gone back into the past to prehistoric Earth. Then all the uh, the raw Energon gets stabilized, and then they find the Ark, where if you watch the first episode of G1, they fight each other and they crash land into yeah, Earth, yeah, yeah. and then so they find the Ark, and then Megatron kills Optimus Prime while they're in stasis lock. It's true. So he wins, and he and he has this big thing like, "Oh, you, you no longer exist," and it's like <laughs> to be continued for the third season. And you're like, "Ah, what the
0: hell happened?" <laughs> it's true. It's very true. So, with all that, with 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 all that being said, though, for those listening. That's That was part of your history lesson. <laughs> your homework is to go and watch these shows because they're mm-hmm. freaking amazing. Yes, they're they all, are. They are all classics. They're all classics. And with that being said, I think we're going to be on the outs. Uh, Jaws, you got anything to tell the to people before we go? Go out and uh,
1: definitely watch that documentary I was telling you about, uh, Ray Mona. And also check out Canadian uh, Transformers Slag on YouTube. What's up, Proto? <laughs>
0: And I'll say uh, – I won't say fuck you, Dan Harmon, because I'll, I'll wait for the other people to say – and I'll say fuck you to people who say fuck you, Dan Harmon, because at least this episode, this season of Rick and Morty is good. Give that a shout. Uh, and uh, follow the uh, uh, Squared Idea uh, – Squared-Idea.com and check us out on uh, Instagram. We're starting to get some, some some new stuff coming out. So go check out those guys. Cool, cool. And without uh, – we're out. Peace. Bye.